Hello and welcome to another episode of the Grafted Marriage Podcast. I am Chris and with me is the ever humorous... Courtney. (laughs) Ever humorous? I think every episode I want to start out by introducing you and giving a different trait, uh, different things that I like about you. But I didn't know I was ever humorous. The ever humorous. Yeah. That's a lot of humor. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Well, on I this, I think they may disagree with you. I don't know. Whatever. It's okay. You know, you put it out there. Some get it. Some don't get it. Doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter. Okay. All right. So today we are, or in this episode, we are going to um, do sort of a part two revisit of uh, the the word or the concept of love, love. and uh, dig into it a little bit more. Um, today we're going to look specifically at what the Bible has to say about love and how the Bible defines love, because that's God's definition of love and what we should be striving for. Um, so we spent a little bit of time, Courtney and I, uh, talking about this before click and record. Um, but one of the insights that you had, Courtney, is that in the Bible sort of has a couple of things that love, uh, is, but then a whole bunch of things that love is not. And in fact, it spends more time, this particular verse, which is what, what's the verse? First Corinthians 13, four through what, seven, eight. Okay. And it spends more time talking about what love is not than it does talking about what love is, right? Yeah, I think so. It, I mean, Why don't I we read it? Let's one do it. for one day, but well, um, let's do it. Let's read it. So Go love is patient and kind. Then it does not envy or boast. It's not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Okay, rejoice with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Love never ends. Actually, oh. it's the same. Okay. All right. So it's pretty balanced. Same. About what it is and what it go. is not. Now right. I counted them for sure. Okay. Okay. So this is easy. <laughs> well, let's break it down. No, I'm laughing because this is not easy. Yeah, no, I'm sure. And none of us can't. You're sure? That's, <laughs> You're I'm sure. sure that it's not easy. <laughs> of this, I am sure. Okay. Right? So love is patient and kind. Let's just talk about patient. So our old pastor used to say, don't pray for patience. <laughs> Because you don't want to have to be given opportunities to have it. Just, just be patient. Well, yeah, because we learn. But we just need to be patient, right? And so I don't. And not ask. The only for way the to thing learn to be patient <coughs> is have to is have to, to have, be patient. Yes, is to have experiences where you're forced to be patient. Yeah, so maybe we should Probably use that self control and and just be patient with others. And oftentimes we are not patient, especially with our spouse, because they're the person closest to us and most likely around us the most. And so we think we can just. What are you doing? Why are you doing that? You know, and be real impatient. And then if a stranger was there, we would we would right. say it very a lot of differently. Times we'll treat our treat our our wife or our husband with le- a lot less patience than strangers. Yes, because they should know better, right? They've been around you right. long enough that they you shouldn't, shouldn't hurt tra- you. you should train they shouldn't them yeah. well enough. They should <laughs> be able train. to <laughs> do it faster. Do it faster than a stranger right. could do it. Right, and do Darn. it all for me. Because it's all about how I feel right now, and you should know how I feel, and you should just do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we have to be patient. 
We're all works in progress. Hopefully in progress, not just works. It's true. That stagnant works. Don't want to be a stagnant work. No, we don't. Okay, so love is kind. It does not envy or boast. Those And is not arrogant. Those really go alongside each other, you Mm -hmm. know, being kind. Kind is like not just when someone is nice to you, but being kind. Like you are known for kindness, going out of your way to be kind to other people. And, and not envy or boast is not arrogant or rude. So I think that's all that like you said. That's all a group, a cluster yeah. of don't be a, don't be a jerk. Yeah. But, you know, I struggle with that a lot. Being a arrogant, jerk? Arrogant, yeah, and rudeness. Just being like, really? Like you said, how could you not know that by now? Mm. Kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, I like this one. It does not insist on its own way. Okay, right. right. Every human under the sun, we all insist on our own, in our flesh, insist on our own way. So God is telling us to not do that. So that's sacrifice, right? We that's talked the, the last time, I think, about... Yep, sacrifice and commitment. Sacrifice and commitment. So that's the sacrifice part. Yep. Yep, of, of giving up what you want so that, uh, so that the other person can get what they want or need. Yeah, because that goes back to if we're doing for others, you know, and then the others are doing for us and others as well, then everyone's being, Mm -hmm. you know, taken care of and encouraged and all of that. And then we're all growing together. And now again, like we have been talking about for the last week or so, going back to that Francis Chancer, and then then we are unified body of believers under Christ. And then the world knows. Because if we're not doing these things, the world's going to go, well, why are you so patient and kind? Why aren't you trying to get yours? Because the whole world's marketing campaign... Okay, I shouldn't go there. I'm going to talk about America exclusively because I haven't been around the whole world. But America, we have a sense of our society is all marketing towards us. Like, you get what you need. You have everything tailored to you. You know, and so we see if we start to live this way, people will ask, why why are you doing that? Like, that's not common. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah. And then... um, is not irritable or resentful. Right. It's still a little bit more of the don't be a, a jerk thing, but it's a little bit more subtle, right? Because irritable, you know, that would mean that probably somebody has mm, ruffled your feathers and so, or, you know, kind of be a little grumpy. Don't be a grump. Yeah, right. Well, I guess that might go, the irritable or resentful kind of goes along too with like bitterness, I guess. Yeah. Because if you're irritable and resentful, you're constantly, like you said, and that's a problem in marriage. I think over time, as as the years slide on by, there can be resentment that builds up, and so making sure that you're talking about the things that have been bothering you, that you're not stuffing things down. I think stuffing things can lead to resentment. Not having conversations, not communicating, and talking through things, Mm -hmm. Uh, and then those resentments build up, and then they result in irritability and grumpiness and lack of patience and all of the other uh, things that we talked about. It's hard to be kind when you're being resentful. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that can come out in different ways in marriage. It can come out just with the two, the couple, right? And it can also come up when you have kids, you know, you might feel like, oh, I'm doing this or I'm doing more of that, you know, and then resent, resentment, arrogance, irritability, like all of them start stacking up pretty quickly. And the next one, it does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. I thought that was interesting because I don't see myself often going, yay, there's wrongdoing. Like, like that would be the, we're not like clapping for wrong. 
but rejoices with the truth. But how often are we rejoicing at wrongdoing by going towards things that are of the world? We're, so we're rejoicing well, with the wrong, watching the wrong things, watch listening movies, to the wrong things. you or music things. or all those things. Right. You do sort of rejoice in wrongdoing, right? You're celebrating You're celebrating it and singing yeah. it and watching it and paying for it and supporting yeah. it. Then, yeah, you're kinda, you kind of are. Yep. Which that's, um, we would see that as kind of these little things, you know, that tick at it. But it says, I mean, not rejoicing, it's not rejoicing with wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Mm-hmm. So that shows you the other side of it. Like, what are we doing to rejoice with the truth? What are we doing to be joyful people? Are we hiding our joy because we're afraid of what someone might say or they might not get it? Or even for a good reason, like, oh, it might hurt someone's feeling or whatever. But if we are rejoicing with the truth, isn't that only going to make people also want to know and like reflect on what is good? Because we so often reflect on what is bad and again rejoice with these things that aren't good for us, like we're giving into these things that aren't good for us. Which I guess also goes along with that sermon we watched today when um, Keith Kirkpatrick out of Journey Church in, in Bend, Oregon was talking about the times we go after things, the lusts of the flesh. And, you know, if you have a couple licorice, it's fine. But when you indulge and eat the whole thing of licorice... <laughs> Right, it's we talked about much. this in the the other love yeah. episode, which was like, okay, what is lust? What and is lust? He defined it. Um, Was talking about yeah. Uh, he defined it as like an over, like an overdrive of desire, right? Like for that thing. Mm-hmm. So, like you were just saying, so like it's totally fine. Like have a couple licorice, but you know, when you take something that's good and then you overindulge in it, you push it too far, right? Then you end up you know, let's say you eat the whole bucket of licorice, then you're going to feel sick. Yeah. And don't you think that's similar to rejoicing or wrongdoing? Like, woohoo, but I'm feeding this. Like, don't you think? Perhaps. I thought, I thought it kind of went together. Okay. And then the next one, um, love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. There you go. So that means that it is committed uh, long term, it is not, you know, but based on circumstances, it's not based on how you treat me. Um, it's just forever. And the thing is, we're called to love everybody. That's I was literally just thinking that it's not even just our because we're talking about it in the context yeah. of marriage here. But yeah, that's that's hard. That's hard. Because, you know, you I like you a lot, you know. <laughs> I liked you enough to marry you, so we can talk about how I love you right. and how I want to show you love Try and to do all operate this. in yeah. those ways with you. But uh, if we start to push that out to everybody else, hmm. strangers, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and the that, Bible talks about well, that guy that us. cut you off. Yeah, right. Right, you got to be patient <laughs> and, and kind. And, yes. Right, we do love that never all the time. We love do that never all the time. ends. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> Yep. Yeah. So it's quite a calling, this love thing, when you break it down. And he says, like God says, they will know us by our love. Oops. Right. That's a big deal because that means they won't know us any other. Like, that's how they will know us. Well, right. Because if you're operating in those ways, given how everyone knows how, like, crazy frustrating the world is and their life is. And so, you know, if you're doing those things that love is proposing in the Bible then you will be different, 
right? You will be, you will be sort of set apart and recognized as such because it's not often that you get cut off and instead of you know sticking not i don't mean you i mean people right you know you want to stick your hand out and give them the you know the birdie um but instead you know imagine you just like you open that window you reach your hand out you give them a big wave and a big smile and you say thank you well no, no you're for giving me another opportunity to love <laughs> i love you i love you so much and hopefully it's the person in the car is also operating out of this and doesn't want to be irritable or resentful. Well, so they're going to go also, oh, no problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I try to do. Like if I cut somebody off, I try to tell them I'm sorry because I feel bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and but then I try to give grace when people, I, I assume that when somebody does something to me on the road that they're not actually doing it to me. Like they either didn't, you know, see me weren't paying attention or whatever right like they were having a human moment because probably most of the time that's what's happening it's not just someone that's out on the street like hey i'm gonna get out and get on the streets today so i can go you know be mean to people okay so what do you okay so practically yeah you had a day like just a day right and all these things happen okay just things sure i don't know flat tire you got up late whatever just normal human things and you're angry setting out right and then something happens to you because your first thought is not this right our first thought unfortunately often is the human right sure you know so how do we keep this at the forefront of our minds well probably before you get into a two ton you know death machine you probably should pray if your attitude is you know not right before you go and drive you should take a moment and get yourself right, you know, like whatever your circumstance is, you got to live beyond it. And so you need to get yourself calm before you go and do dangerous things like, you know, drive an automobile. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, sure. Be intentional about your life. And that takes it like, I think that part of it, cause you've gotten better at that a lot, but you know, over time of knowing you for past 20 something years and just watching you come from where you would have responded one way to being slowing down and saying, I'm going to take a second to pray. I get frustrated sometimes about that. Like that's one of my issues is like, I want to be like, I don't do that that well. I'm so much quicker. I'm, I have, you know, issues with a little bit of emotion, Mm -hmm. (laughs) emotionalism kind of thing. And it can be really hard to stop myself and take that time before, you know, I operate out of the, the flesh and the emotion and then it causes pain. And then you got to come back around and ask for forgiveness, which you know, does heal some of it, but it's definitely hard to do. I think maybe even like waking up every morning and when I set out to pray, I want to ask God, just help me, just help me remember to love well. Because if you're, if they're going to know me as your child by this thing, then I really want to do it right. Mm -hmm. You know? So. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah. Very good. So there's like, that's like two episodes on breaking down love. Yeah. Do we have more we want to add to I mean, to there's it? always, I guess there's sure. always room. We but. will come back again, I'm <clears throat> sure. But yeah, and like, I love that you said that because the one part I just want to like drive home is this is not just for marriages. This is for That's right. This is how we're to people. live. I love that you said that because it's true. It's really true. All right. So as you get out there today, make sure that uh, you're loving it's not easy to love well. 
It's not easy to do this with your spouse. Uh, it's not easy to do this with your kids. Uh, certainly, it's probably not easy to do this with the world, but it's what we're called to do, and so we're not called to do things that we're incapable of. Uh, and if we truly are able to attain this and live this way, I think uh, society changes. Uh, things start to go in the direction that we all probably believe they should start to move into. So, um, so with that, we thank you for listening to this episode, and uh, we look forward to chatting again with you soon as we continue to be chasing truth. <laughs>